And this is a crisis caused by the Biden administration. Remember, two years ago, we had the lowest number of border crossings in decades. Today, we have the highest number of illegal crossings in the United States ever. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Running by My Lawyer. I'm super, super excited today. Uh, the topic for today is going to be great. We're going to talk about the state of Texas and how it's been busing migrants from Texas to New York City and Washington, D.C. Um, and it's a very interesting situation. They've bused so far, you know, roughly about 12,000 people uh, within the past year, um, you know, maybe less. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, worry, concern. Is it legal? Is it not? You know, uh, is it humane? Like what's going on? Right. So we're going to uh, get into that. And in a short amount of time today, you're going to become an expert in this kind of, uh, uh, you know, situation with these illegal aliens. Right. Um, you know, it's funny. I don't even know. OK, it's like if you call me legal aliens, that's going to upset like half the people. Right. And if you call them migrants, that's going to upset the other half of the people. So I got a good idea as a compromise. I'll just call them illegal aliens sometimes migrants some other times. All right. That way, you know, either I make everyone happy or just everyone's going to be upset, you know, one way or another. So that's what I will do just for the heck of it. OK. Um, and uh, before we do that, I'm just a, I'm gonna, somebody ran it by my lawyer. I have a, uh, a client or someone that called me and then he had got into a wreck and is very severely injured. Uh, so I'm gonna like explain that little situation. Of course, I'm not gonna use anyone's name, all right? Uh, and he gave me permission to talk about it. Um, before we start, so my son just started high school uh, a week or two ago. Congratulations, Jude. I can't believe I have a son in high school. Um, and uh, we're really excited for him. He's going to do great and uh, super happy. All right. So run it by my lawyer. As I always say, I encourage everyone to run things by me. And a lot of times it becomes a full-fledged uh, episode. <laughs> you know, a lot of people ask me about uh, Elon Musk and his purchase of Twitter that, that has gone kind of into litigation now. And I just did a whole episode on it. I'll, I'll drop the link in uh, the link below. So this past week, another person ran it by my lawyer. This poor guy is 59 years old. He was walking uh, the boardwalk in Pacific Beach, kind of like just north of Mission Beach, <laughs> right? And he's just walking along. It was a nice sunny day. And uh, he gets hit by this guy on a Segway. Segway is like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like a skateboard with a, I, I call it like this podium. <laughs> In fact, I just call it a traveling podium. Like you got like the guys like this and, you know, they're just traveling like this on this and they're standing up. Uh, and he runs into this guy. Okay. It was a total accident. Uh, and it's on the boardwalk. Now, keep in mind, the Segways are not allowed on the boardwalk. Okay. No uh, electric, uh, you know, bikes or skateboards or anything like that is allowed now on the, and no electric scooters. Cause there were so many injuries from that. So the guy was illegally on the boardwalk, uh, riding the Segway. So my guy gets hit by that and wow, it knocked him out. Like, um, what happened was it was hit so bad in the wrong spot. He ended up having his kneecap, his right kneecap broken in, in like half, okay, uh, to the point where he needed then a surgery, 
Um, and he needed, uh, like that was, uh, uh, you know, three weeks ago and now he can like barely walk. Like it's going to take him some longer to recover. The doctor said for the rest of his life, he might have this like pain in his knee and he's got knee issues for the rest of his life. Uh, you know, he has some, he has two screws in there, a little bit of mesh and, uh, my God, it's all screwed up for this poor guy. Now, uh, you know, I'm not a doctor, right? I'm just a lawyer. So I can help him with his legal stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, what the heck? He said I could I could use even a picture of his knee, but I'm debating using it. Okay, close your eyes for the next three seconds if you don't want to see this like kind of blood and how it was stitched up. Ah! <laughs> oh man, that was horrible. This poor guy. Okay, so anyway, um, now get this. So after he got hit by a Segway, he was more or less knocked. Like he couldn't remember exactly what happened right after that. There were some good Samaritans that came to his help, and one guy who was bleeding so much, one guy took off his own shirt and like used it as a tourniquet uh, it, to kind of like help stop the the bleeding. Okay, and um, he did not. I emphasize, he did not get the name of the person that hit him, all right? And uh, to no fault of his own, I mean, he was, like, knocked out, you know, and he, like, didn't understand what's going on. He was just in a lot of pain, all that jazz. He was bleeding everywhere, blah, 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 right? Um, later, a lifeguard came, and, and uh, you know, they took some information, but we don't have the information of the guy that hit him, okay? Uh, I guess the first thing is, uh, no matter how knocked out you are, you know, get up and get the info, <laughs> you know, before anyone runs away. Um, so... Our job as lawyers is to see if we could help get some recovery because he's going to have this pain forever. He's going to have a surgery. He had a surgery. He might need another one. There's going to be a lot of medical expenses, you know, all that uh, stuff, right? Uh, so we want to get recovery, you know, at least the only recovery we could get, you know, is financial recovery, right? There's not like, you know, the doctors do their part, the lawyers do their part to uh, help this guy have a better life moving forward. And the first order of business is this. So I asked him, what kind of insurance he has, okay? So he has insurance, he has farmer's insurance. Now, what is very important that everyone should have is what's called uninsured motorist, okay? So what happens when you get insurance, you can cover, like if your car gets in a crash, you can cover if you hit somebody and you're at fault, that's called liability. And then underinsured motorist is if somebody hits you and, uh, you know, that person either runs off or doesn't have insurance or his insurance is very low, but the, the injuries to you are very high. So that's what the underinsured motorist covers. OK, it's the same thing. Underinsured motorist, sometimes it's called uninsured motorist, you know, uh, that type of thing. Right. So he has a good policy for that. Thankfully, he has one hundred thousand uh, dollars, you know, which is which is pretty good. The problem, though, is that in the details of the policy i have this joke about insurance and my joke goes like this insurance covers everything except the one problem you have all right so that's my joke about insurance and sadly it might apply in this case because in the insurance policy for his underinsured motorist he's covered if a vehicle hits him now what is a vehicle how do you pronounce this is it vehicle or vehicle what do you guys think? Vehicle, vehicle, right? Okay, so if he's hit by a vehicle, we're lawyers, right? Obviously, a Segway is a vehicle if you ask Joe Samuel, okay? But what does the policy actually say? The policy defines a vehicle as a, um, you know, a car or truck that is 
licensed by the DMV and um, able to drive on the roads and freeways, okay? So motorcycle counts as a vehicle. A car counts as a vehicle. A golf cart counts as a vehicle. Um, you know what does not count as a vehicle? A freaking Segway, <laughs> okay? I would say that that's not going to count. So what that means is his auto insurance will not cover this injury, you know, most likely, uh, you know, unless I don't know how we could get around that part. The other thing is, as he said, he's like, what about the city, the city of San Diego? It's illegal to ride these electric, you know, segways and stuff on the boardwalk, but they always allow it. And there's all these people that ride it all day long. He's right. Uh, about that part, and he's wrong that that the city will probably be liable. Um, I always say suing the city of San Diego in the city of San Diego is always tough. You're like at a home field disadvantage, right? Um, and I don't know. That's usually the failure to enforce laws. It's it's a tough tough one to stretch that into liability for this injury. You know, we'll look into it some more. Uh, but it's going to be a toughie. Okay, so I always encourage everyone, right? Run it by my lawyer, 619-672-1741. My only complaint is I don't get enough calls. I love hearing from you folks and talking about these things. All right, let's talk about Texas, okay? Um, so here's what's going on. Uh, Texas, you know, Texas, Arizona, California, uh, they border, right? <laughs> the border, share a border with Mexico. So all these states have had you know, sort of complications kind of uh, with immigration, right? Now, it, it goes like this. There, uh, especially Texas recently, like it's kind of heated up, okay? Not just because of the heat wave, okay? It's heated up these kind of issues uh, with immigration and how, you know, uh, the state of Texas wants to stop illegal immigration. And, and a lot of times they feel that the federal government is not doing enough right now to stop uh, illegal immigrations. Uh, illegal immigration, sorry. And so in the past year, like I said, Texas shipped about 12,000 of these migrants to New York and D.C. And why New York and D.C.? You know, you know why, right? It's kind of like, we'll show those liberals if they want to make the federal laws that allow the, you know, leniency for the illegal aliens, then fine, let the illegal aliens live over there, okay? Uh, that's kind of the theory, right? And so they'll put them on these buses and uh, it's like, come on, dude, at least get them an airline ticket, dude. <laughs> the bus, it's like a 40 or 50 hour ride from Texas to New York, okay? And it's very unclear how they go, like what kind of uh, accommodations there are on the buses, if it's safe, if it's not safe, if, if you know, is it crowded, not crowded? Like, where do they sleep uh, at these nights, like in between? Um you know, where, do they get one bus? Do they transfer buses? It's like all of these things, there's very little transparency uh, in terms of how all of this is going on, okay? Now, I'm a lawyer, right? So um, I'm not, I want to get into kind of like what's happening, the legality of it uh, or the illegality of it, right? Um, is it right? Is it a good idea? Is it humane? You know, uh, I don't get into as much uh, of those, you know, the political issues. Uh, we're going to talk about is it allowed for the state of Texas to uh, get these uh, immigrants on a bus and just ship them to New York and Washington, D.C.? Is it legal? OK, um, first, right out of the bat, 
they're not going to send them to Detroit because that would just be way too inhumane to make them go to Detroit. <laughs> right? So the United States Federal Constitution, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 4 states, Congress shall have the authority to establish uniform law of naturalization. So what that means is that it's only the federal government, the, the way the United States Supreme Court has interpreted this is that the federal government has the authority and the sole authority to uh, regulate immigration, all right? So that states can't say something like, oh, we're going to allow more immigrants in from other countries, or we're going to allow less immigrants in, or we're going to have this extra penalty on immigrants, you know, illegal immigration, things like that. That is the uh, authority of the federal government, and they've never given that authority over to the states, right? It's, so um, that is the, like I said, the authority of the federal government. And there's a lot of times where the federal government and a state government will conflict, right? Um, and here, this is a major uh, area of you know conflict because the state of Texas is saying, well, the immigration laws are either being too lenient or they're not being enforced, right? It, usually it's the second one because uh, these people are all illegal aliens, meaning they came here uh, illegally. They were you know, either seeking asylum or economic refuge or whatever. Uh, nonetheless, they're not legal citizens. And uh, they should be deported, but they're not being deported because the federal government is not, you know, Joe Biden is not uh, enforcing the laws, right? So that's what Texas is saying. Um, and the federal government is a little bit more relaxed, all right? And as the state of Texas would say, it's probably because they're not the ones that have to shoulder all of this, you know? Um, and it's just because, you know, Mexico's closer to Texas than it is the state of Montana, right? Or the state of New York, okay? So uh, so it, it presents a big conflict. Now, I want to address a few things. In 2010, right, 12 years ago, uh, the state of Arizona, having their own issues with illegal uh, aliens, they passed a law in 2010 in the state of Arizona. They called it the uh, show your papers law. And what it was, it was that, um, anytime asked, you know, uh, migrants had to show legal, uh, papers, you know, meaning like legal, like a green card or citizenship or passport or whatever. Right. Uh, so they had to show it upon request. Uh, and if they don't, they could get arrested. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was the law that they passed. I think there was a similar law, uh, that Nazi Germany passed, as I recall, you know, show your papers. I think I'm pretty sure. Okay, but anyway, that's what that's what a lot of the uh, opponents said. So show your papers law. Right. And any police officer, anytime asked, show your papers. And it was illegal for an illegal alien to get a job, you know, uh, and things like that. OK, so that was in 2010. It made its rounds. You know, it was challenged on the, uh, you know, constitutional grounds. And in the year 2013, the United States Supreme Court made a decision. Now, the United States Supreme Court was a lot different in 2013 than it is now. You know, so I think and and it was a decision that had three dissenters. Uh, you know, uh, Justice Scalia was one of them, the late Justice Scalia. And uh, I think that, you know, this Supreme Court may rule something different. But this is what the ruling was in 2013. That ruling was that that was uh, unconstitutional for the state of Arizona to have that type of law because it was intruding upon the uh, authority given to the federal government in terms of applying a uniform naturalization law. Uh, so it was illegal for Arizona to do that. Uh, so what the ruling was uh, in 2013 in the Supreme Court in Arizona versus the United States of America was that um, 
it's illegal for the police to arrest somebody solely on uh, immigration status. It was illegal to require people to have, uh, you know, documentation with them at all times. Uh, it was illegal for them to ban uh, work uh, for people who are illegal aliens. Uh, the only thing that, that kind of survived that was if there was somebody that was an illegal alien, you know, or some sort of like probable cause, they could only kind of detain them like for a very, very short amount of time. And that's only to get them to the federal authorities, you know, kind of like to get them to federal authorities or maybe transfer them from the if they were arrested for something from the state jail to the federal jail type of thing or hold them until the federal authorities got there. So that was it. Um, you know, other than that little exception, all the other laws was held to be a violation of the United States Constitution. OK, so that was the decision in 2013. Now, um, so we have to take that backdrop to what's going on now in terms of how we're analyzing what the state of Texas is doing. OK, now, Governor Greg Abbott knows the laws and he knows that Supreme Court decision. You know why? Because he's a freaking lawyer and a former judge. OK, uh, he went to Vanderbilt Law School and after law school, you know, he, he worked as a lawyer and then he ultimately got a judge, became the judge in the state of Texas. OK, so he was a state court judge. And then uh, then President Reagan, when he was the governor, OK, H.W. Uh, Bush. Well, I said Reagan. Forgive me. Forgive me. I meant Bush. Uh, when President George H.W. Bush was the governor of Texas, he appointed um, him to the uh, da, 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 to to become the a judge in the Texas Supreme Court. All right. And so then he became, uh, like I said, the a Supreme a Texas Supreme Court judge. This is Greg Abbott. And then after that, he uh, he left that office and then applied to be uh, or, or ran for uh, government office. OK, so he knows all of these laws, Greg Abbott. He knows what he's doing, so to speak. Um, and another thing I got to say is this. I don't want anyone to think, ah, oh, New York, okay, because New York City, the mayor of New York City started complaining and he started asking for federal funds to do this or to help these immigrants. And, and then he asked that, this, you know, basically saying the state of Texas can't do this, you know, and uh, he threatened at one point to ship people uh, to Texas, like volunteers to campaign against Greg Abbott, uh, to which Greg Abbott said, you know, I kind of feel like Clint Eastwood. Go ahead, Mayor. Make my day. <laughs> yes, that was the governor saying, I feel like Clint Eastwood. And, uh, you know, I tell the mayor of New York, make my day. <laughs> right. OK, so the reason why I say that the New York, New York used to do something similar. OK, and they did it for a long time. And I think they still do it. Uh, and it was with homeless people. They had this policy where they would New York State would uh, ship homeless people out of New York State. And uh, at one point, the state of New Jersey sued New York over this. And New York said, it's 100% legal for us to bus homeless people to other states. It was called the da, 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 ready? Special One-Time Assistant Program. Okay, soda, <laughs> not soda, soda, special one-time assistant program. And what the one-time meant, that means a one-way ticket, <laughs> all right? You know what a one-way ticket does not have? A return trip, right? So, uh, yes, they were sending, get this, 
they incentivize a lot of homeless people. What they said is, we'll send you to stay. And and some of them were sent to Texas, okay, uh, a few years ago. So they'd say, okay, we'll send you. You want to go to Hawaii? We'll send you to Hawaii. We'll send you to California. We'll send you to Texas. We'll send you wherever you want. And we'll give you one year of rent. <laughs> okay. So the state of New York did this, right? So uh, it's going to be tough for the state of New York to completely say that this is unfair and inhumane, right? Um, unless they want to say something like, well, Texas should pay for a year of their rent or Texas should send money with them to, so for us to take care of them or, you know, something like that. I don't know. But forget about the state of New York. I don't care. Um, I'm just discussing whether or not this, um, the thing with busing uh, illegal aliens is uh, lawful or not, okay? So... What did I say earlier? Da, 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 da. And the, <laughs> the Texas governor, he made a smart Alec remark that I kind of like. He said, hey, what's the problem here? New York is an ideal destination for these migrants who could receive an abundance of city services and housing that New York mayor promised as a sanctuary city. Uh, and he said, I hope the mayor of New York follows through on his promise of welcoming all migrants with open arms, right? These freaking campaign uh, promises. Yes, the mayor of New York said things like that. I will welcome these, you know, I mean, we're going to sanctuary city and we'll help people, you know, need. And then all of a sudden you get these buses of immigrants and they started complaining. This is the the New York's uh, or the state of Texas's position. Okay, here we go. So uh, let's talk about it. Is it legal? Is it not legal? Remember what I said about Governor Abbott. He was a Supreme Court, a Texas Supreme Court judge, and he knows what he's doing. Okay, um, I, I forgive me. I accidentally said he was appointed by uh, President H. W. Bush. I should have said President. W. Bush, <laughs> okay? It was the son, not the dad, that had appointed him when he was the governor of the state of Texas. I may have said the dad, but it was the son. It just it just hit me that I may have said the dad. Okay, anyway, so um, he knows the law. Get this. This is what he said because he knows the Supreme Court precedent says a state cannot, like the state of Arizona and that Supreme Court, they were not able to, you know, make laws that effectuated and uh, intruded upon the federal government's right to, um, you know, uh, a uniform law with immigration, you know, or naturalization, right? So, um, and that the state of Arizona, it was unconstitutional for them to arrest illegal aliens. It was unconstitutional of them for, uh, you know, to keep them detained, to make them show their papers, all that jazz. So the way Governor Abbott, a former judge, goes around this is this. Okay, you guys ready? Everyone's sitting down. Everyone, you guys are sitting down. You guys ready? This is the justification on legal grounds. He says, we're not arresting them for being illegal aliens. Uh, and we're not, in, uh, I mean, if, if you look at it, I mean, they're extraditing them, right? <laughs> okay, because they're, you know, sending them off. Um, we're not arresting them for being illegal aliens. We're not extraditing them for being illegal aliens. We would never do that because that would be unconstitutional. We want to follow the law. What? What they violated was state trespassing laws, meaning when they cross the border, that's private government property and sometimes private, private property of like an individual rancher or something. So clearly when they crossed the border, they didn't, they went onto these private lands without a 
authority from the private landowner or the government of Texas, and it was the state of Texas's property, thank you very much. And so therefore they were trespassing. So what we're arresting them for is trespassing, right? And what we're sending them off for is trespassing because we know the law here in the state of Texas and we would never violate the law and we're not sending them off for being illegal aliens, okay? <sighs> God, I hate lawyers and all their freaking excuses, right? Um, this will be challenged sooner or later. Now, New York sending off homeless people is, is, is different in the sense that, uh, the people, you know, theoretically they, they wanted to get, you know, free rent wanted to go somewhere in theory. And it wasn't, uh, effectuating, uh, immigration policies by sending homeless people off. Right. So this one is different in the sense that they're sending illegal aliens out, uh, which is supposed to be only something the federal government can do. Um, I predict it will be challenged, okay? This is my prediction. I predict it will be challenged. And uh, if it's challenged fast enough, and by this Supreme Court, I predict that they'll say the following. Sounds good to us. <laughs> sounds like trespassing to us. And it sounds like they violated those laws. And it sounds like, you know, they opted to go to another state, you know, instead of going to jail. And uh, it sounds good to us. I think if it was challenged by previous Supreme Court um, justices that it would have been uh, ruled to be unconstitutional if the, the, you know, the Supreme Court changes, maybe they'll rule otherwise. So my prediction is it'll be challenged uh, and it will be upheld as constitutional. So Governor Abbott, uh, you win. <laughs> send them anywhere you want, I guess, okay? Uh, just don't send them to Detroit. Please be a little humane. <laughs> Listen, I love hearing from you folks. I want to hear your comments. What do you think about this? Uh, hear about any other cases? My, Like I said, I want to hear from everyone, all right? Have a great week. I'll hear from you, and see you next week. Bye.